Welcome to Closer to the Fire from the Voice of the Martyrs Canada with a focus on the persecuted church. Later in this episode, I will be talking with Northern Irish singer-songwriter of Modern Hymns, Keith Getty. Along with his wife, Kristen, are using their platform of music to draw attention to and to help those who are paying the price to follow Jesus around the world. And Keith and I will also be talking about an exciting brand new movie that is coming out next month in which the Gettys provide music with that great hymn of the church, It Is Well With My Soul. The name of the movie, Sabina, Tortured for Christ, The Nazi Years. Sabina Wormbrand was the voice of the Martyrs co-founder, along with her husband Richard in Romania, amid Nazi and communist oppression. There is a trailer link for the movie in the podcast show notes. So looking forward to that movie. Heard just amazing things about it. It's well done. And of course, Sabina Wormbrand, so influential on the ministry of the Voice of the Martyrs Canada. So appreciated what the Wormbrands did and uh, looking forward again to that movie. And we'll, we'll keep you posted as to when it might be playing in Canada. But first, we continue to talk about what is happening to our brothers and sisters in Nigeria Thousands of followers of Christ have been killed in that African nation. And uh, we just recently reported on another Nigerian pastor that has been killed. His name, Silas Yakubu Ali. And he recently left his home in Kaduna State, Nigeria, which is in the northern part of that country. And he was setting out for the town of Kafanchan, but was not heard from again. And early the next morning, a search party found his body which was inflicted with bullet and machete wounds less than a kilometer from his home. While the assailants and motive for Pastor Silas's murder have not yet been identified, thousands of Christians have been killed in Nigeria already this year by Islamic militants. And at least 11 other Christians were killed the next day in a separate attack on another village in southern Kaduna State, including two pregnant women. According to one witness, the total number of victims from the subsequent attack has not yet been determined to date since many others from that village remain missing. And of those identified, 10 belong to another church overseen by Pastor Silas, along with one member of a local Catholic church. It has now been verified that the second attack was carried out by Fulani herdsmen. Now, in response to Pastor Silas's murder, the governor of Kaduna State has publicly expressed his condolences to the family and church members and has also made an appeal for calm. He has called for intensified security efforts to apprehend the perpetrators of this horrendous killing. And on the next episode of Closer to the Fire, I will be talking with Reverend Yanusa Madu. He is with Christian Solidarity Worldwide in Nigeria. He is also the General Secretary of the Evangelical Church Winning All Denomination and is a partner with the Voice of the Martyrs Canada. And he'll be updating us on the situation in Nigeria again. It is so tragic. Thousands of our brothers and sisters in Christ are being killed because of their faith in Jesus. And if you'd like to find out more about the persecution of Christians in Nigeria, we have a lot of information there, videos. You can go to vomcanada.com and click on Global Persecution. And again, find out what is going on in Nigeria so that we can pray. And I want to do that right now. It, it Again, we're doing so many things in Nigeria to strengthen the church there. You know, widows that have lost their husbands and there's so many orphans. The church just continues to suffer persecution, but yet God is still working. The kingdom of God is advancing and many wonderful things are happening. But again, in the middle of all that, uh, there's just such sadness. So let's pray. 
Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus with hurting hearts for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria that continue to see so much violence and so much loss of life. We pray, Father, your protection around our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. Also pray, Lord, for the family of Pastor Silas and and the other families that have lost loved ones. Lord, as they are mourning, would you just provide them comfort and hope and help from organizations that are working in Nigeria so that they know that they're not forgotten. Continue to be with them. We thank you for the life of Pastor Silas, who finished well. He was faithful until the end. And for the other believers that lost their lives, they're with you now. But again, we think of those that are left behind and the hurt and the pain that they're feeling at this time. Lord, be with them. Also pray for those responsible for these horrible crimes, that they would be located and held accountable. We also uplift the Nigerian government, asking you, Lord, to help them to intensify their efforts to stop this violence against Christians who are just wanting to practice their faith. Lord, we pray that the believers in this country will continue to demonstrate your peace and grace in the wake of these horrible attacks, this this terrible persecution, that many people would see that they're different because they love Jesus and that others would come to faith in your son Jesus because of their Christian witness. Again, we lift up the church in Nigeria. Pray your protection. Pray your comfort in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you'd like to keep updated on what is happening in the persecuted church in Nigeria and around the world and to be praying, can I encourage you to sign up for the persecution and prayer alert? You can get that automatically on your email. Just go to vomcanada.com and then click on the subscribe link. And you can also get the monthly newsletter hearing stories, not just about the persecution, but how God is working in the midst of persecution I mean, I've heard it said many times that these are the most exciting days to be a follower of Jesus and also the most dangerous. We need to stand with our brothers and sisters that are, in many cases, paying the price to follow Jesus. You know, from northern Nigeria to Pakistan and Afghanistan, from North Korea to India, from Iran to Eritrea, the followers of Jesus around the world are facing, in many places, increasing persecution. Northern Irish singer-songwriters of modern hymns, Keith and Kristen Getty, are using their music to bring attention and to help those who are being persecuted for their love and faith in Jesus Christ. I recently spoke to Keith on 100 Huntley Street, and I asked him, why this passion for the persecuted church? I think it's been something that's been there most of our lives. You know, we grew up in a church that were passionate about missions. I got involved in missions and discovered a book called Operation World, where you pray through the world every year. And just that became part of our morning prayer life when I was a teenage kid. And it's we've just always done that. And I think it's, you know, it's amazing how one's morning devotions, how we start our day. Billy Graham was a great believer that you tune the orchestra up before you start the day. And I think just the prayer um, of, of, of as a young man, just continued to have this interest, and then over the years, of course, we heard of VO, we read about VOM, heard about VOM, and have been able to get involved and partner with these groups. And, and then, of course, they asked my wife to appear in some of their movies, and uh, I think this is the third movie she's been in with that mm-hmm. group of people. And uh, so, and, and and now they've partnered with us in the same conference this year. We chose to go with with them as a partner because we felt in the, in the season we're in. 
Um, it's, it, 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 is a criti- it is a critical subject and a critical opportunity. And, and that was before we knew about, of course, Afghanistan and everything else that's happening in the world right now. Yeah, and of course, uh, you know, I was telling you before, I've been involved with the Voice of the Martyrs Canada for many years and the Voice of the Martyrs U.S. are cousins. Uh, we do a lot of work together. And uh, again, so appreciate your involvement because you have that profile and you're well respected. And so it's, it's you know, again, I just want to thank you from Voice of the Martyrs and, you know, churches around the world, you know, for your involvement in using that platform. So, Keith, how has hearing the stories of persecuted Christians uh, affected you now as you hear about some of the, I mean, difficult things that people are going through because they love Jesus. Yeah, well, and so there's a few different responses to that. I mean, the the, the first thing, the first thing is Wormbrand's vision was both that we could help support the persecuted church, but that those of us in the West would waken up to what being a Christian is, Mm -hmm. to what our future was going to look like, and to understand that all of us should live as martyrs. I think it helps us order our steps in a more humble and honestly realistic way, um, but also want to support them. Keith, when you hear, uh, you know, a verse from the Bible, 1 Corinthians 12, 26, and it's a verse that I quote, I bet you every time I speak, and it's been hundreds and hundreds of times in Canada and around the world, if one part of the body suffers, we all suffer. What does that mean to you as you've heard these stories and you've interacted with persecuted Christians for you to suffer with those that are suffering? It's no, it's extraordinarily challenging. I mean, I think the first thing I come back to saying again is, is you know, this is something we have to learn every day. Um, when we use phrases like, you know, Christians are being, you know, picked on or marginalized or in the in the West, and we're getting that increasingly, mm-hmm. but it is still only an inconvenience compared to what these believers around the world are suffering. And so I think, you know, all of us have a responsibility. To see how can we help? How can we be? How can we be part of this? How can we? How can we add our voices? I, I don't have. I don't. I have a friend who's organizing, who's organizing to try and rescue people from a dangerous part of the world right now, and he's using his skills in military organization. Mm-hmm. One person who's involved in flying a plane, one person who is involved in humanitarian work. I have none of those skills, but I have got a skill to write songs and to gather people for a music festival. So this way we can help hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, capture people's imaginations. William Wilberforce believed that if you wanted to change uh, a culture against a socioeconomic direction, which is what slavery was for him and what caring for the persecuted church is for us, you have to get people in as many different areas and many different fetals all saying the same thing. So for Wilberforce, he didn't just preach about slavery. He got pastors, politicians, street comedians, artists, musicians, people in medicine to explain the evil of slavery. For us, it's a question of of musicians and artists and, and new songs and hymns and uh, and church leaders and humanitarian workers explaining what is happening to the persecuted church, giving us a movie like Sabina, an extraordinary movie, which serious Christian businessmen have had the vision to say, actually making a movie well mm-hmm. is an act of sacrifice to the Lord when done for his glory. And so all these different people are trying different ways to arrest our emotions and our minds and our imaginations to what is happening in the world and how we can help. Boy, that just thrills me because, you know, when we think of the larger body of Christ, we all have a part to play. Uh, you know, I'm never going to be able to write hymns like you do, uh, but maybe you, you're not one that's going to go with a video camera and capture stories. I mean, we all have our part to play. So you talk 
talked about right. the movie. It's coming out in November. Uh, you're providing one of the great hymns of the church. It is well with my soul. So the name of the movie is called Sabina, Tortured for Christ, the Nazi Years. Now, Sabina Wormbrand was the co-founder with her husband, Richard, Voice of the Martyrs. They came out of Romania. That was during a time of the Nazi and communist oppression. Uh, she suffered actually in prison as well, forced labor, three years. Because of her faith, separated from her husband and her son, Richard spent 14 years in prison for his faith. And Keith, she was a pretty amazing lady, and, and she's been in Toronto. Uh, many people have met her. She was a fireball, but interestingly, and the movie puts this uh, very clearly, that she was a pleasure-seeking atheist. That's right. That's right. Um, I think I think it was C.S. Lewis said about Aslan, he's not a tame lion. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful description of Christ, but it's also at a, at a lesser level. It's a description of Sabina Wormbrand. Yeah. She was a quite a, a brilliantly, but but met, but overcome with the beauty of the gospel of Christ. I think the, 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 the thing about pleasure seeking is, you know, as much as it's extraordinarily tempting to some of us as believers, sometimes we have to look at our friends who are pleasure seeking. And we have to stick with them because sooner or later, the pleasure seeking just runs out of gas. Do you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so she realized this life of living in, in the in sort of the aristocratic community of, 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 of Eastern Europe, which it essentially was, although under slightly different social circumstances. But, you know, actually ultimately led to unhappy people. It led to broken marriage. It led to empty ambition and people who lived lives that were deeply unhappy. And uh, and so that got her thinking with the contradictions of that. And her husband's changed life and faithful witness mm -hmm. was one of them. And then the other one, the, the actual moment, um, because moments are significant. They're not everything, but they are significant. And the actual moment for her was being in a simple church and hearing some lady, some some a small group of people, just a handful of people, sing simply this hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. Yeah. So there's so many lessons in that. You know, the lesson of a faithful witness, patient witness that was consistent, you know, the, the importance of witness in our families, but also for those of you out there in your churches, let's not believe the nonsense that we're being taught. There is something about a small group of believers gathered around a piano, singing beautiful hymns about the precious gospel of the Lord and about eternity that was powerful enough a witness to be used by God to convert as brilliant and as aggressive an atheist as Sabina Wormbrand. So let's remember what we sing in church is important. And it's not about the razzmatazz. It's not about the, the dust and smoke and lights and mirrors. And, you know, I spent my life trying to make beautiful music and professional music, but it's not even about that. It's about simply singing to one another the beautiful truths of the gospel and hymns that we can all sing well and that we all know and that we can all sing from our hearts. So appreciate Keith and Kristen Getty using their amazing gift of music to serve our brothers and sisters around the world. And the movie Sabina Tortured for Christ, the Nazi Years, will be in selected theaters in the United States from November 8th to 10th, and hopefully soon here in Canada. And we will keep you updated on that by going to vomcanada.com. And again, the link for the trailer for the Sabina movie is in the show notes. 
Well, coming up on our next episode, I will be talking to Yanusa Madu of Christian Solidarity Worldwide Nigeria about the ongoing persecution of the followers of Jesus in Africa's most populous nation. Over 3,400 Christians killed in Nigeria the first 200 days of 2021. That is according to a new study. And that equates to 17 Christians being murdered every day in Nigeria. It's a terrible situation. So many families affected. Yanusa Madu on the next Closer to the Fire. <music>